Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family. And if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. Welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you once again. Um, As you notice behind me, the scenery has changed again. Uh, I'm still in the same location as far as geographically. Um, I'm in Israel still, and uh, I had to move around. uh, We're about to leave uh, shortly. Um, Praise God for that. But uh, with that being said, we had to consolidate a lot of things, so I had to find a quiet place. So I'm in a tool room. And uh, this is where we have all of our construction equipment and uh, different things that we have. Uh, There's some concrete tools back behind us and everything. So anyways, but I I found a quiet place. There's nobody in here um, uh, moving around and and would be disturbing any of the recording or anything like that. So uh, anyways, that's where I'm at now. Still in the same location, just a little bit different background for you uh, to watch this video with. Um, Prayerfully, I'll be home in a few weeks. few weeks. Uh, be praying for that uh, if you're watching this video. And as of the production of it, and that's going to be February 11th is the date that I'm doing that, February 11th, 2021. That's when I'm recording this. But um, be praying that we make it home in a few weeks and everything goes well and we are safe. Um, so if you uh, watch the first part of the of the video of the millennial rain series, uh, we, we talked about a few things. Um, first, you know, I, I let out with, um, you know, this is not something that we have to be contentious about. Um, the, I just want to bring out some few things and talk about the time period leading up to the millennial rain, the in inside of the millennial rain, as far as some things that go on during that time, some very interesting things. And then, um, immediately proceed or post, um, after the millennial reign of Jesus Christ, what is what does it look like then? And um, and I'm doing this just because um, one, it, I'm here in in this in this land of Israel. It's uh, it's something that is very interesting. In fact, this weekend I will be going to up north, um, so I'll be around the Sea of Galilee area. Uh, probably not going to go into Nazareth very much, but uh, we're going to go check out uh, some of the sites uh, further north of us. And uh, one of the places that we're going actually going to go is to Megiddo. And we'll get to see uh, from the top of this uh, one location, we'll get to see the entirety of the valley. I should be taking some, I'm bringing my video camera, so hopefully I can get some really good video of our trip that we're going to be taking this weekend. But legions came and they burnt the city to the ground. They completely burned down the Herod, what's known as Herod's temple. And um, so anyways... During that time, but at, we may come back with Jesus Christ. We may. We're going to look at some verses, and it won't be in this video. Um, but I don't believe that we rule and reign in in that sense. As far as like, for example, uh, I would be in charge of downtown 
let's just pick a place, downtown Manhattan. Uh, Mike D'Angelo is running downtown Manhattan as, uh, as my reward. I don't believe that that's the case. I believe that there's a specific time period of a thousand years and that uh, there's that the inhabitants, the proselyte Jews, which are Gentiles, but they have to live as Jews during that Daniel 70th week and other things and we'll get, that we'll get to a little bit tonight. I believe that they rule and reign with Christ for a thousand years because that's what the Bible says. And they uh, lived and, and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. And we can go back to that. We'll go through that. Again, I could be wrong. Um, the way I see it, though, dispensationally, I believe that that fits what the Bible says in context. And we'll get to all that. And if we're if there's slight disagreements with between people, and I say, well, I'm going to come back and rule and reign with Christ for a thousand years, and I'm going to be ruling over pick a city or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Oh, okay. If you want to believe that, but I'm going to show you a few things that, and the reasons why I don't believe that that's the case, especially after that period is over and he makes all things new. Boy, I can't wait to get to that. That's a little bit further on down the road, but that's a way of review. We talked last time about Daniel's 70th week. We went to Daniel chapter nine and we really talked through what is that period of time? Daniel's 70th week. We read all the way through the passage in context, it is clearly talking about thy people. Remember that phrase, thy people, is very, very, very important. Remember that, thy people, especially for tonight. And then also, the location that Daniel was speaking of was this land that I'm in currently. And specifically, thy holy city is Jerusalem. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And we, we covered that last time. Now, so at the end of this 70th week of Daniel, what is it that makes, I wouldn't say makes, but what is required before Jesus Christ comes back and puts his feet on this earth? When he comes and sets down his feet on the Mount of Olives, which go back to the video where I did my recording from Jerusalem, standing upon the Mount of Olives, and when he stands, sets foot there, what is the prof- the prophecy that they have? Uh, the nation of Israel has to do, and they have to recognize him as the Messiah. They finally, as an entirety of the nation, whatever's left of them at that point, cry out, and then they will look upon him whom they have pierced. And we'll get into some of that. T- but the location is Jerusalem. So now, as we've talked about what happens leading up to that pivotal moment, the nation, fancy way of saying it, but like in the Jewish, in the Hebrew, in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit on them. And the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, which with which he deceived them that have received the mark of the beast, and then that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled 
with their flesh. So we see this happen. There's one more event that we'll talk about next time. The judgment of, so uh, quote unquote, of the sheep and goats. We'll, go, we'll turn to Matthew 25 for that. And we'll, and we'll look at that next time. But this is all leading up into this thousand year reign. So thank you for joining me for another um, installment, I guess, in this series that we're going to be talking about the millennial reign, still leading up to the millennial reign right now, still in Daniel's 70th week. But just remember, when you're reading the Bible, there's nothing in there by coincidence. Scripture with scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept. And boy, just seeing the things that they will have to pray and being able to see that God told Solomon that they're going to have to do this by the way, at the first temple. So they'll have to pray this again. So he'll come and set up the true third temple. And we'll get to all this and much, much more. What a great portion of scripture, a great study to think about because it really makes us appreciate now. Don't wait to this time because no one's going to, hardly anybody's going to make it through that time period. We have the opportunity now. He's poured out his grace, mercy during this time. He he has put away for a moment the nation of Israel so that all can come. Dispensationally, all can come. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, but he died for all to set you free. And that same contrite heart, that same repentance, that godly sorrow, which leadeth to that repentance, to understand that I am a sinner, there is nothing I can do to save myself, and come to the end of yourself, and cry out to a righteous, holy God that came and put on flesh to die for your sins, to not only die for your sins, but he rose so you could be free from death as well. And he sent his spirit into the world to indwell the believer so that he saves us from misery and life, this life. We don't have to suffer in this life. This is temporal. We are of another country. We're seeking another country, Christian, Bible-believing, born-again, saved individual. We seek a heavenly country, not the kingdom of heaven. That's for next time. All right. Loving the Lord, God bless you, and have a great day or night or wherever you are in the world. And join me for the next time. Tell all your friends, like, subscribe, share this with all your friends. Loving the Lord, bye for now.